0: Strange bright objects in the sky, breaking the laws of physics. What exactly are they? Let's hear what happened so that you can decide. Up and away. Montevideo, Uruguay, early 1970s. Yasmin was only five when she witnessed this event, and being a child at the time, didn't quite understand what she was seeing. It was only as an adult that she began to fathom the complexity of what she'd seen. Yasmin was living in an apartment block with her family in what was an urban area at the time. These weren't high rise blocks but were what you would call low to medium density areas. There were surrounding buildings in the area and behind their apartment block was a second block. This was then followed by an empty lot of land which only had a single building on it. She was playing outside one day and she looked up across the empty lot. She saw a woman who was walking across the lot by herself. That was nothing out of the ordinary, as often people would cross the lot as a shortcut. She watched the woman for a few seconds, and then just as Yasmin was about to look away, she suddenly noticed an object fly across the sky above the woman who was walking. The object was round and maybe made of metal, and it just hung there. Yasmin doesn't recall if the woman noticed the object or not, but she recalls quite clearly that it shot down a beam of light from underneath it and with that beam of light raised her up into it and then very quickly she was gone into the object. Before Yasmin could figure out what had happened, the object in the sky flew off very quickly and out of sight. Had Yasmin just witnessed an alien abduction? Over the mountains. Quakers Hill, New South Wales, Australia, circa 2002. When Ian told me this story, he told it to me hesitantly. I remember he didn't really want to tell me the details, and that was because he didn't want to sound crazy, but at the same time he was certain about what he had seen. Ian decided that he would have a get-together with some friends at his house. He and his wife had been living there for about a year and a half now, but due to hectic work schedules, they hadn't been able to get everyone together at the same place at the same time, so they set a date and they all got together. The friends were all enjoying a catch-up and were having a few laughs in Ian's backyard while the barbecue was cooking away their food. Ian's yard faced towards the west, which was towards the Blue Mountains at the western extreme of Sydney. Their night was going really well and Ian was turning over some meat on the barbecue when he noticed that the friendly chatter suddenly started to die down. Confused, he turned around from the barbecue to look at his friends who were sitting just behind him. They had all gone quiet and were looking at something in the sky, and they started to point at it. Ian looked and could see what they were seeing. It was a group of about five or six bright lights in the sky. They were at quite a distance away but they seemed to fly in a perfect horizontal line and they were perfectly spaced apart. It wasn't common to see this but there was always the possibility that the military planes could be conducting an exercise. This is what they started to think until, one by one and in sequence, one after the other, each flying light shot straight up into the sky vertically at ridiculous speed and disappeared into the sky. They did this one by one until they were all gone, and all without seeming to make a noise. Triangles and Lights Vision Valley, New South Wales, Australia late 1980s. High schools regularly visited this area for their camps and there were facilities to cater for them. Martha told me a story of the time her high school was away on such a camp and they were having fun being away. One of the nights that they were away however the whole year class of this school was sitting together on the veranda of a building and they were chatting away. They were here for some time when one of them noticed something strange at a distance in the sky She called out, "'What's that?' as her voice quivered slightly. She then pointed into the distance, which started to get the attention of her other classmates as well. One by one, they looked up to see what the first girl was seeing. Soon, three large, solid and flat triangular-shaped objects rose up into the sky over the hills that lay in front of them. When Martha told me this story, she said that she remembered that there seemed to be moving lights around the edges of the three objects, and that these lights continually moved around the outside of the three objects. On top of that, the lights would change colour. Martha recalled that some of the girls sat still, frozen scared, and others were amazed of what was going on. The three objects were buzzing past each other quite quickly and effortlessly. They moved backwards and forwards, almost as if they were playing a game. The three objects soon passed over the building to the shock of the high school girls and then, very quickly, these aerial objects were out of sight. Above the Bite, The Great Australian Bight, South Australia, late 1990s. Paula had always wanted to be a pilot, and having completed high school, she moved on to the relevant studies and training that she needed to complete. Although commercial airlines were a consideration in the future, as all learners she was trained to fly light aircraft. One night she was flying over the Great Australian Bight in a light aircraft and she was headed in a westerly direction. All was going as normal in a routine flight and they noticed that there were some clouds in the sky but it wasn't a stormy night and nor were there any strong winds. At one stage, she and her co-pilot's attention were drawn to a yellowy-coloured disc-shaped object in the sky. It was slightly higher in the sky than the plane, but the object did not appear to move. At first, they believed it was the moon. At first glance, it had a similar shape, a similar glow, and they didn't pay that much attention to it. As they continued to the flight, however, they kept watching it closely and soon realised that it was not the moon. What? They could actually see the moon elsewhere in the sky whatever it was they were seeing simply hung there motionless in the sky they looked at it closely and didn't recognize it as any common aerial phenomenon they'd ever seen before most things in the sky tended to move but not this one it sat perfectly still paula best described it as if light from somewhere was reflecting off an object that was suspended in the sky Although they didn't know what it was, they were happy to move away from it. Conscious Lights Gosford, New South Wales, Australia, circa 2009 Diego and Priya had been dating for several years, and although they lived in Sydney, they decided to visit Priya's mother and sister, who lived in Gosford. The drive was about one and a half hours away and they drove up in the early afternoon. There was nothing strange about the drive and they just listened to music and talked on the way to Priya's mother's house. They were there for some time and it was getting late at night. They still had another big drive ahead of them to get back home so they decided they should leave. It was probably about 9pm when they left and as they headed out they had to drive through the city outskirts which led to a freeway. That area is still quite a built-up area. As they drove along leaving town, Diego noticed a string of six bright lights above the car. They were in a straight line, but they weren't directly above the car. Instead, they seemed to be, at the very least, a few hundred metres or so above them. Diego was seeing them from the top of his vision, and as Priya was talking, he wasn't focusing on them, but trying to listen and focus on the road. After a second or two, Diego could still see them, and he assumed that they were streetlights or a row of lights hung high above the road. Then it dawned on him that they weren't passing the lights, and that as they drove along, the lights still seemed to be above and ahead of them in the sky. What? He paid full attention to them now, and could clearly see six bright white-coloured lights in a horizontal line evenly spaced apart. They were in the sky above and in front of them, and at a great height. He thought it could be a very low-flying passenger plane, but firstly, there was no sound. Secondly, it would be very dangerous for a passenger plane to be that low in the sky in this area, despite the fact that there is no airport nearby. And thirdly, there were no flashing lights like on a passenger plane, just six bright white constant lights in a rigid straight line. Priya suddenly noticed them as well and said, what's that? As soon as their attention had focused on the lights in the night sky, it was almost as if the flying lights knew it. Within the next second, light one and six went out, followed quickly by light two and five, and then the two lights in the middle went out, all within about two or three seconds of each other, and all that was left was a black, empty, quiet sky, and two people looking at each other speechless. Thanks for joining me, and don't forget to listen in next time for more Chilling True Tales. If you'd like to subscribe, that would be fantastic, and you won't miss another episode. If you'd like to submit your own Chilling True Tale, so that your story might be featured in one of these episodes, contact me on seekersosparanormal at gmail.com. Email details are in the description. Thanks again for joining me. Until next time.